0: back another
1: episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. How you doing, Nesbitt? I'm doing good. Man, one exciting week. I know this tour, man. I'm like uh I don't know. I've been like reading about and like watching clips of and you know reading forms about the tour non stop all yeah. week. Yeah.
0: I've been listening to the set list. Um, and it's been great. Yeah. Obviously.
1: How's it flow when you listen to it as a set list? I listened to it a few times too. You shared it on Google Music.
0: Yeah. It flows well. I don't know. The Book of Souls set list, I think at the same time, you're getting more into the Book of Souls. Like, you know every song on here so well. That yeah. There are certain parts of it, specifically at the start, where I'm just like, I'm not so J'd up about it. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, the, the set list is amazing. And I created the live one as well. And yeah. I love the live one way more. I don't know why. It's just getting getting ready for it
1: yeah i guess you're getting the bruce versions too in the live yeah i assume you're using the uh, number or the yeah the rock, yeah. And rio yeah, DVD. rock and rio yeah
0: yeah yeah um yeah no i really love the setlist i find it plays really well it's excellent um it feels more like a you know kind of a greatest hit set list when you start listening to it a yeah. bunch of times well
1: it is the legacy of the beast so it is mostly greatest hit
0: yeah but that said i mean i'm, I'm pumped i'm still as pumped as the day when, when it broke and that was so much fun, man. What a great episode that was, eh? It was really fun. It was so different. Yeah. Like, it was just, we're on our phones, on our thing. Man, we
1: got so much feedback from that one.
0: Yeah, it was crazy on Twitter. And uh, talking to Greg and uh, getting real-time news. I was We're, like, screaming uh, <laughs> like losing our mind to various pieces. It was yeah. quite fun. Yeah,
1: it was. It was exciting. Yeah, it was almost yeah. like
0: you got to enjoy the concert from a different perspective. I know. Perspective. I can't
1: imagine what it would be like to be there watching... Yeah. Not knowing. Well, Especially that, with the stage show and stuff, not knowing. like yeah. We know it all now.
0: Well, you couldn't really record a podcast there. <laughs> no, no. I, no. Yeah. But you know yeah. what I mean. But I know, oh, it yeah. would have been great to see it live for the first time.
1: Yeah. So they did the Estonia show, the two Helsinki shows. Yep. Stockholm, Friday night. No set list changes.
0: No set list changes.
1: Yeah. So people were worried. Because there was a big thing about uh, For the Greater Good of God. Yeah, people I, said
0: the momentum, was it?
1: Yeah, they said it kind of killed the momentum. Or that it didn't... I read... Somewhere that it didn't get like the audience didn't get a good reaction from the audience. Yeah. And I watched the two clips of the two Helsinki shows that yeah. people had on YouTube. And I think it's kind of that song, it like starts off mellow and then it gets Yeah intense. But then it kinda of, like has that mellow part at the end. And I think yeah. that's kinda of why. Partly why. It is new material that other people don't know.
0: Perhaps that's it more than anything because it's just
1: kind of it ends really mellow. Yeah,
0: but it's not the slow starting song. It's not the most you know yeah. but the, i think it's just like track. it
1: rocks but then it gradually fades yeah. kind of down and i think that's why the, at the end the audience isn't like going crazy i, th- I think yeah.
0: probably maybe they don't know the track
1: and they don't know the track too yeah. but then i was thinking the two blaze tracks but the two blaze tracks were on rock and rio so people know those two yeah so it is the one song on the set list i think that people would know the least yeah you know people know where eagles dare from peace of mind
0: oh they they would yeah for sure
1: so but I think uh, you, people were saying that it kills the momentum of the show. But I think Fear of the Dark kind of does more, where it's placed. Yeah, Fear but I of mean, the you got to stick it in there somewhere, and there's not anywhere you can really transition into it on that set list. Without, you know,
0: it's it, what's funny is we we uh, joked about you we were so happy. I mean, the podcast uh, that you take five run to the hills. I, I was listening to the encore in the playlist. Run to the hills, just perfect ending. Oh yeah. It, yeah, right. It's right? great way to end yeah. I was singing it in the shower this morning, yeah.
1: and it's the legacy and the mm. legacy of the beast, and yeah. it's their most popular song. Mm. And the people that are like more casual Maiden fans, yeah, that's the one they know, and like to end the concert with that. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's great. gonna be
0: great. Yeah. The placement of the clansmen is interesting too.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. It's, it's being it's, really they well received. They front received. loaded those two yeah. Blaze songs. Mm.
0: It's early on, and uh, I really enjoy it. And yeah. uh, you know, I'm really interested to see how Bruce is going to do it
1: yeah well people were saying like the first half up to flight of icarus Mm. is like amazing and then they're saying it's pretty much his greatest hits after there which it is basically yeah i mean i don't mind that but it would have been cool if they had taken one rarity it doesn't have to be have to be really rare something a little bit more of a deeper cut and just buried it back there somewhere yeah just to kind of pick up that back part of the set
0: Yeah, it's nice, too, with so many new tracks to have something, or so many uh, well-known tracks to have something a little bit new. Like if
1: they had a pop, bring your daughter to the slaughter back there somewhere. You know what I mean? Just something unusual that they haven't played for a while. Now now you'd have to take your daughter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm really happy with it. Oh, should we get a beer going here? Let's get a beer going,
1: and then we'll get on with this... uh, We've been meaning We're to do this one here.
0: now. This, this has survived in my fridge is surprising like the time. Of, you brought this over like a couple of weeks ago as uh, a potential did. Uh, podcast beer. But we went on to, I think I had a Shaga beer or something. Yeah, there. we had yeah, a bunch of them. Yeah. Which I've got more in the fridge up now actually. So we'll have that after the podcast. This is, this is called call? Downtown Brown. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers that kind of popped into itself there so downtown brown is a, another local beer there's lots coming now I think we can keep going on the local beers no issues um what is it it's a all natural craft ale
1: i'm not a big ale fan a yeah well I'm fan. taking a chance with this one i'm not sure how this one to go. oh be. We, ha- we haven't even talked about it it anymore. says a fennel brown ale using roasted fennel bulbs so i don't know we'll see how it goes i like fennel I don't know if i like it in my beer. We'll see now. It's not bad. It's not bad. It has a weird aftertaste. It tastes like tea. Do you taste that? Yeah. That was weird. Anyway. Something different.
0: Mm, for all, all you out there in podcast <laughs> land, we're drinking now.
1: So There's another um, Yellow Belly. Another, which is yellow another belly. Which is a, you know, It's like three blocks from here.
0: Yeah. Brewery. It's an awesome little brewery. That's a good beer. We'll give it yeah, a... a this is a beer, though. We'll have a better opinion on it in 10 minutes, because yeah. it's a little fizzy right now. Once yeah. it sells, then we get to taste it. Um.
1: That's so... Awesome. Anyway, I watched these clips of back yeah. to the set list. So for the greater good of God, I watched yeah. the set list and I think the song came off great. I don't think they need to like. People were talking about maybe they'll drop it, but yeah. they didn't. So and okay. I don't think they will because they really themed a lot of that preview stuff with this song in the background.
0: Okay, so so what 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 have you been listening to? Because all I saw was a bunch of clips like Aces High. There was an awesome clip on Twitter yeah. they put out on YouTube like, there's clips Rippin. of
1: everything, multiple different okay. ones by different people.
0: So yeah. Is there much bootleg full concerts up?
1: There's no full concert that I saw, but there's track tracks. You can pretty much find most of the tracks up there. Oh, excellent! From at least one of the concerts. So yes, I had an email actually of someone saying like if they thought they would cut it, and I said no. Mm-hmm. But if they did and they had to replace it, they were asking me what they what I would replace it with to keep that religion theme. And I was I was thinking heaven could wait. Yeah. Or no prayer for the dying would even fit in there. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure they're not going to cut it and then i was saying if, I, if it was up to me it would cut for the greater good of god which is yeah. nine minutes yeah. another nine minute song would fit in there perfect the talisman, <laughs> not talisman.
0: I knew that was coming. it t-
1: totally doesn't fit the theme but imagine yeah. how awesome it would be when they come out of revelations yeah and you know at the end where it goes it is you yeah. and then it, and it's like it is you and if the lights went off and then you just hear that acoustic intro to the talisman yeah yeah. That'd be so cool. That would be awesome. With a spotlight on Yannick, on his like, acoustic guitar. That'd be cool. That'd, be, That'd cool. be cool.
0: But I'm past the dream set list. Oh, now. yeah, I know. I'm, I I'm, I'm saying, at the yeah. point. I, I actually want the set list to stay. Yeah. I would actually be, if they took out For Greater God to God, I'd be upset that I had not got to see it yet.
1: Yeah, I really want to see yeah. that. But you never know. Like, the first couple of, uh, like, you, you know, they did uh, Lon- Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner mm. on one tour. And they dropped right. it after the first show because it didn't work. Yeah. Out of the Silent Planet, they did it for the first four shows of the last leg of the 2001 tour. Yeah. And then they dropped it after four shows. Brighter Than the Thousand Suns, they dropped after one in the 2010 Final Frontier World Tour, the second. Yeah. Uh, Don't Look in the Eyes of the Stranger, they played five times and dropped it. Fallen Angel, they played seven times and then dropped it. So it's not yeah. unheard of from them to change up the set list a little bit. Fair enough. As long as they replaced it with something good
0: something good yeah but then again I, you know i don't know I'd see it's more likely for them to do it on a north american like this maybe swap yeah, a track yeah. or two again. i think
1: only if something really wasn't working yeah. but everything seems like it's from what i can see yeah. it all looks like it's working great
0: oh it looks great to me and the feedback's been amazing
1: yeah. so we had remember we had this contest where people were guessing what the sol- set list was going to be Ooh, so we had a i don't know we had like a dozen mm. people enter well, we had a whole bunch of people and only a dozen people submitted like full set lists. Yeah. A bunch oh, of other people weighed in, yeah. weighed in with like, yeah. they're going to play this, 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 or, or they gave me like five or six or what rarities they thought they were going to play. Yeah. But one person, Andrew Fian. Yeah. He predicted uh, 11 correct and he nailed the closer as Run to the Hills. Oh, wow. So he's by far got the closest. So if you're listening to this, go on the website and send us an email. Yeah. And uh, tell us what your t-shirt size is.
0: Um, the great work. How many did I have in my dream list?
1: I, hit I can't like, remember. We went over this old, last episode, and yeah, you were. Right. I will steal that shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing my You're shirt wearing now. one. I don't do right <laughs> <now. laughs> yeah, but I want an Andrew's shirt. Um, I'll, t- I'll no, tell you what his uh, set list is. Good job, Andrew. So, he thought they were gonna open with Hallowed Be Thy Name because yeah. they got a, you know, they have the rights to it back now. Yeah, which would have been really cool. Imagine opening the show with Hallowed Be Thy Name because yeah. it starts off so slow and then builds and builds and then kicks off the concert. It would have been cool so we got that one right but in the wrong spot and then he said be quick or be dead yeah two minutes to midnight the evil that men do brave new world stranger in a strange land from here to eternity clansmen speed of light trooper greater good of god bring your daughter to the slaughter then he gets fear the dark iron maiden wicker man flight of icarus run to the hills
0: nice so we pretty really much nailed good. towards the end yeah. Yeah. yeah speed of light is actually a good guess too that yeah. could have easily been yeah. here yeah you know a quick thing i put guess in there. yeah a little quick one but the gonna they were played out on that stuff so yeah yeah that makes sense oh that's excellent good work yeah. Good work. so yeah, yeah I don't props. know Yeah,
1: but I don't think we're going to see yeah. any changes of set list now although they had the Estonia and the two Helsinki shows yeah uh, tomorrow's Stockholm mm-hmm. and then they have this Trondheim Rocks in Norway on Sunday which is like a festival it's yeah. like an outdoors thing mm-hmm. I don't know if they change up the set list a bit for an outside show festival show yeah. I don't know we'll have to wait and see I guess Trondheim
0: is a yeah. lovely city. I actually went there one time.
1: I've seen pictures of it. It's like all colorful it, and there's like a yeah. river running through
0: in the middle of it. It's a small northern city. It's actually like a, a you know, Norwegian town in the north. It's more of a city, I guess. and It's kind of small, but you can never tell in Norway because everything's kind of sparse. And uh, it's kind of co located with one of their offshores, I think it was Snowvit or something, some offshore field. And we were there for an energy thing. And uh, it was a funny story because I went and, and like. Uh, we had caribou tenderloin, the oh, nice. uh, reindeer tenderloin, right? And there was this big dinner with all these clients we had. And my boss looks at me, he's like, "Pay for it." And I had to like, I luckily had like, because I was overseas, I never really had much of a visa limit, and I had got gotten it updated the day before because I had all these expenses with work. I was working overseas at the time. Anyway, like I had to go up, and the dinner was there was only like eight of us. It was like crazy, <laughs> and it was just everything so expensive there. Yeah, yeah. I heard. And I was like really fingers expensive. crossed when I swiped the card, like, but it went through. <laughs> anyway, got it all back. uh,
1: Remember we were trying to guess the set list too from the uh, stained glass image? Yes. Well, I looked at the stained glass image that they had posted as the lead up to the concert and the one they're using on stage now. They changed it up more to match what they're doing now.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Because you sent me a high res of that. I never compared the two. But I remember that... the uh, Peace of Mind Eddie was on it. The Trooper Eddie was still on it. The Clansman reference was still there. Yeah, it was the, the four main thing, The panels, Clairvoyant was still there.
1: The four main panels yeah. were Peace of Mind, Seventh Son, Trooper, and Somewhere in Time. Yeah. So they changed those now to be Trooper, Seventh Son, Number of the Beast, and Power Slave. Which is more... Number of the Beast. Yeah. Which kind of shows more what they're playing. Also, yeah. that little... Uh, remember I said there was a fly, and I thought they were going to do Lord of the Flies? Yeah. The fly is gone. And replaced with something, I couldn't make it out from the shots I saw what but... Yeah, I mean, a spider. No Lord of the <laughs> Flies for me. <laughs> no. The
0: only uh the only seven soundtrack is Evil
1: Amendo, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Off the top of my head. So I can yeah. think of now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The uh no and no, remember everyone was talking about Alexander the Great? Yeah. There was a after before the first uh Helsinki concert, yeah. uh there was a drumming. I think it's a some website I think it was about drumming. They interviewed Nico yeah or nico uh and he mentioned well he was talking about drumming and stuff like that it's pretty interesting interview and he mentioned alexander the great and how he he said he would love to do it someday and uh but he said he said it was like a really really hard song with lots of parts and timing and stuff he said that they rehearsed it once and it just didn't work so no yeah yeah, I could just But Nico is like pulling He said that, that He'd he love to play it He said he'd yeah. love to play it Someday live Yeah And he'd, so. be, he'd, he'd be sped right up
0: And they'd be like Running through the history so quick yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, actually, he, he
1: mentioned that actually He yeah. said in the uh, Sign of the Cross Before the guitar solo He's like the drumming part And he was like He really has to watch it Yeah that's, it's, it's, because that's Because he says If he rushes through that too fast It sets the solo off too fast And then mm-hmm. throws the whole song off So he's like Really trying to pace himself
0: There's a lot of lulls In that song yeah. too yeah. yeah, you know it's so funny because that that was the one that hit me. Like The Klansman is fine, I like Sign of the Cross, awesome song, I love it. But when I listen to it live, I I, I almost you know I'm on plays. Yeah, it's just not I want blaze. Yeah, the metal's good, you know. Yeah. I, I not to knock it. I mean Bruce does a good job of it, but it's just such the sign of the cross, the way that chorus goes. Yeah. It's just so blaze. Yeah, and I'm not you know. It's a funny journey since the beginning <laughs> of the podcast. But, I know, um, you
1: were you had no time for Blaze, and now you have no, some right. some time for Blaze. <laughs> now I have a, a, a moderate amount of time for Blaze. No, uh, like a... I'm trying to think what else from the... Oh, the Revelations. The first night, Adrian did the solo. Yes. The second night, Yannick did the solo. Ooh. The third night, Adrian went back to doing the solo. So I don't know if they're just trading it off or okay. i don't know what's going on with that
0: oh yeah because we got feedback during the concert that yannick had had trouble with the soul that was game. in Hollywood, yeah and
1: yeah. i couldn't find an estonia Hollywood be thy name clip anywhere online yeah that's right
0: god there was so much feedback i can't even sort it out it was all a now. blur
1: i know it's all a, a blur. blur with a few beers on the, <laughs> we had a few tro- trooper in <laughs> yeah. he can do us a few cans of trooper so that didn't help yeah, yeah another thing uh bruce's voice man when they did yeah. run to the hills this is i think the best he's ever done run of the hills Really, I don't think I've ever heard him sound this good. Wow,
0: I got to get on YouTube and start listening.
1: Man, he just sounds insane. Mm. Like great. his voice is great. uh And you look at the how demanding the set list is with like "Aces High," "Eagles Dare," and then "The Evil That Men Do," hallowed and "Run to the Hills." It's it's really intense. demanding. It's a really yeah.
0: demanding concert. I saw him run and jump over some speakers too it one station. I was like, yeah. "Man, I couldn't do that." And I'm 38. He's 61, 60, something like that. Oh, he's 60. Yeah. We had his birthday? Yeah. He's 60 years i mean that's crazy i'm just like as soon as he jumped like i wasn't like, awesome i was like
1: what's your knees <laughs> you yeah, see that picture of him jumping over the monitor with yeah. uh, the airplane that's cool. the one in the background yeah yeah so that's pretty cool we uh it was cool getting all the texts from greg yes. in estonia it was cool we had someone there like sending us pictures Yeah. and we're actually going to do a call with him now in uh, a few minutes in actually he should be texting us any minute now yeah, we'll get great We're gonna on do a, a chat. I'm going to ask him all about it, a first-hand account of what the concert was like. Yeah, that's awesome. He's uh, just getting back to New York yeah, from his did. trip. He did uh, multiple shows over there. So
0: Yeah, yeah, he went to uh, Finland after Sonia, right? Yeah. So he did two shows, I think it was. Yeah. And um, yeah, he did a, a solid there. That was great. And we had a lot of other people texting in too, but he consistently was like ahead of the maiden twitter account which is interesting yeah because you think the maiden twitter account would tweet out during the the silence but i guess he was you know and he was also making guesses and pretty accurate i i gotta say yeah. i was pretty impressed
1: and be the lead up to here sending us pictures of like the merch table and stuff yeah and we we're trying to figure out what and, songs they are going to play based on the t-shirts
0: and he followed up with some cool stuff too in Finland, which we'll talk about in the interview
1: okay oh yeah the other thing twitter went down Oh yeah. Halfway through the concert, so we had no like access to anything. <laughs> yeah, if we didn't have <laughs> And then he doesn't. was texting us the song still That's and right. pictures too, which is cool. That's right. Yeah.
0: So yeah. what's well, so funny though is like uh, when you do this podcast now, you're so immersed in it. And we have so many maiden friends. And I got like three different emails from like friends like three days later, and they were like, uh, so you got we got these, you know, all these tweets from, yeah. ma- from our fans and stuff that love the podcast, and all these emails, like our emails have just been going crazy, yeah. which is great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I had some cool emails. I don't reply to as many as you do at all.
1: I replied to. So, i yeah. I got one or two there still that I haven't replied to. Yeah. You write like I got a, a couple of like big long ones because they yeah. sent me one and I sent them a really big one back and yeah. then they sent me an equally big one back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine are always like awesome email brother cheers well that's what i I mean to do i get an email from someone and they're like what do you think of this and i'm like oh yeah that's pretty cool blah 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 and next thing i know it's like yeah a three pager (laughs) a a
0: guy i'm exaggerating but yeah i should i should pull his name he prompted me and and said uh you know have have a have a beer on me you know you guys did a good podcast and i was like and i came up with my new closing line Oh, yeah. I'm going to break sign, out your new today. Sign off. My new sign-off. Right. Save it for yeah. the end. I'm going to okay. save it for the end. The new sign-off. Yeah. Um, which you know what we're going to do. We're going to have an awesome interview and forget about it. And then we're going to have to add it in after. Yeah. But I've got a new sign-off. It's off. cool.
1: I love getting emails from people. Yeah. Uh, I look Because you look and you can see the uh, the number of like listens and downloads and subscribers and stuff. Yeah. And you can see the numbers going up and up. And you're like, wow, this is cool. But then when you actually get an email, someone's saying, like, I it listen to this at work all the time. And you're my favorite podcast and stuff. I'm like, yeah. that's pretty cool. It's way better than watching like a number tick up on a website. <laughs> it's way better. And actually, the downloads on the last one were insane. I mean, yeah, it's, it's getting like, crazy. Yeah. The last episode was yeah. double any other episode. Yeah, we now we got to like
0: do like actual work. <laughs> well, you're going to do it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring my opinions. So, sure. uh, London, um, we've got to work with some people there on the ground to get some... At least find out what's going to happen from a fan yeah. club.
1: I was looking I at... Uh, on the fan club forum. Yeah. yeah the people planning a meetup in london and in manchester so yeah we'll definitely go to those
0: yeah we're gonna go to them and we're gonna well we've already had a few listeners reach out and want to come out yeah. for a beer so that's gonna be great yeah um, i don't know if we can really record in that setting at all
1: i wouldn't say i don't want to no. carry all that stuff too before i don't the know either
0: no. no no oh manchester we, yeah so brown ales yeah, um, I've talked to it in the past. Uh, when I I think way early on, I talked about like the Northern Ale Protection Society. You did one of the go over things, again what that is. Yes, because so, I can hardly remember. Yeah, so it's uh, and it's great leading because we're gonna go do them all in Esmond. Like I got them all, I got them all mapped out. Like there's okay. like five major Northern Protection uh, Nor- Northern Ale Protection Society like protected pubs. And essentially, what they do is they protect traditional English, uh, especially northern ales. Um, which have been pushed out of bars by like the Diageos. The people that come in and say, oh uh, yeah, you know, we'll support your pub and I guess Guinness is here and, Car- and Carling and, and Foster's and all these these bog standard beers that are Irish slash Swedish slash whatever. But they're all just bog standard lager crap. Yeah. And all of the traditional cask ale taps were getting pushed yeah. out. Now cask ale is a, um, uh, I think it's a top fermenting yeast rather than bottom fermenting yeast. It's the opposite one anyway. They're non pressurized kegs, so the kegs are semi alive. Um, although the yeast the 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 um, sort of the, the, the yeasting process is mostly done. But you have to pump them out. That's why the old concept, you know, like on Coronation yeah, Street where they're like up. pumping in it out. It's pint. a pulled pint, yeah. exactly. You pull it out. And they, they pull it out and they get this like long spout. But the point is is you get such a unique flavor. I mean, you're gonna lose your mind. Yeah. Well you, we,
1: the only time yeah. we've had them when we went to Montreal, in we Montreal. found a place in Montreal that had that.
0: And we were there on a maiden concert.
1: We were there for a main concert. That's right. Right. (laughs) forget about that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was fun. It was
0: awesome. But everywhere you go, like, and the names are great. Like the ginger, they have all these ginger ones, which are amazing, which you are going to love. Yeah. And then like all the old ones like uh, Timothy Taylor, Landlord and all these interesting (laughs) names. But so we're going to go around and visit those pubs because those pubs, they like have these groups that support the pubs and the pub get a status and they get on this website, but they're not allowed to lose their taps. Right. But also, the other thing is they really put a lot of price pressure on them, right? Like, the pints are not... I remember when I would go over, like, I'd pay, like, it'd be, like, three pounds. And they, there'd be people, like, livid. They were like, it's two pounds a pint, that's all. And I remember, like, at the the, the Hare and the Hound, this pub, it was, like, a pound 85 for a pint.
2: Nice. Now, this
0: is, this is 2007, yeah. so it's a while ago. But even then, like, that was cheap. That was, like, three bucks Canadian. And yeah. I was leaving a place where it was six bucks for a pint so they keep the prices down so we're going to go through oh man we we should do just an all-out northern ale review and like go through and, and 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 read them all make some notes and come back and talk about them
1: yeah we're not sure exactly what we're going to do yet when we're over there but we're going to have our mic Dude, we're going to bring our microphones and your laptop and we are going to record some stuff over there i don't yeah. know if any of it's going to be fit to, re- to release but really i would matter. like to release one over there before the concert and after the concert even yeah. if they're just like short episodes yeah and just release them while we're over there. Just upload them. Yeah, give them feedback. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. And and in both
0: places around that those meetups, we're gonna make sure that that we let our listeners know where we're gonna be. and We're gonna yeah. hang out. And we'll have some swag or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I can't wait for the trip. It's gonna be
0: great. It's gonna be excellent.
1: Yeah. The uh, another thing this yes. November, so <laughs> this is how crazy Steve Harris is. This maiden tour is on the go. Oh no. There's a British Lion tour it's for like October, November of this year. It's planned already. Oh so God. as soon as this is done, Steve Harris is going on the road with British Lion. Montreal, Windsor, I can't remember. Ooh, you know what's
0: interesting though?
1: Small you, clubs. You're... We
0: we've we've we're already doing our prep work for Tattooed Millionaire. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about the Blaze albums at, at length. You brought a few in. We've we went through them. I've listened to some. We haven't done a review yet. Yeah. We went through Yannick stuff outside. Yeah, um, we're going through Paul post, uh, post Maiden. We've never talked about Harris and British Lines. Does yeah, it, is it even in the space?
1: Oh, it totally is, and we in will it. talk about it eventually. Yeah. Um, the one thing with British Line is, uh, I don't know, man. I just can't. I don't really can't really get into it. Have you listened to any of it? No. You sent me a couple of tracks. I've got some clips here that I made. Like, we, here, let me just play you a clip of British Line, and then we can discuss it quickly. So that's just a, a random clip of a bridge line song it sounds kind of like yeah you, something that would be on like the karate kid soundtrack
0: it, it does <laughs> i was almost gonna say it's like almost like steve harris's bass is almost poppy driven and the yeah it's there.
1: very very different mm. from maiden and i think this is like another side of steve harris that he can't they try to get you know how adrian went and did his asap thing yeah it was his like non-maiden stuff that he wanted to get out i think this is like steve harris's version of asap uh let me play you another clip I'm not afraid to
0: a lot of potential
1: it's that, that, really a lot different of the vocals, that i can't decide if i really like the vocals or if i really don't like the vocals it's yeah. weird you know what i mean it almost sounds like some of the like do i need to let like it... a romantic yeah. hair,
0: hair hair metal yeah and you know me i love hair a, metal a slow metal yeah. in the in the track in, in the album yeah. i'm just waiting for it to crank up like if
1: anyone uh yeah. out there doesn't hasn't figured it out already i love like hair metal i love yeah. <laughs> listening to skid row poison yeah. oh, oh, motley too. crew that's i so love good. that stuff so I'm not afraid of something that sounds a little bit Bad, hair metally. you know what I mean? Song. So I'm not sure if maybe if I if these songs could grow on me cuz I listened to it when it first came out this album yeah. years ago, a few years ago. Alice and Chains. This does not sound like El- well, no, Alice. well no, Alice and no. Chains I'm started saying, as a hair metal. Band. I'm
0: saying they were awesome back in the day. I loved some yeah. some stuff. And they started like as hair metal band.
1: Yeah. Um, in case anyone doesn't know, look up Alice and Chains with a, Z, a chains with a Z a and Z. listen to the, like some of their first demos. Yeah, it's like good. total hair metal. Yeah. Like total hair metal. Um, the uh, the British line came out, and I listened to it a few times, yeah. and I kind of forgot about it, and it just I never really paid much attention to it. Yeah, the fact that I don't know if we went to see them, you'd see them in a small club, you'd have to get to know the songs, and I got a feeling like if you had a few beers in you, and you knew the songs, it could just be like a I don't know, it, it could those, be awesome. Like, raise your hand and scream the lyrics.
0: Yeah, but the other thing is, how close could we get to Harris and the band? Really,
1: really close. That's a yeah. you look at the size of the places that they're playing, they're yeah. not very big.
0: Deadly. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you don't want to show up with Maiden shirts on and be like, whoa. Yeah, I guess you could get a British Line shirt. You could get a British Line shirt over your yeah. Maiden. I'm matches. sure
1: there. if you go to a British Line show, there's probably tons of Maiden shirts.
0: I know. So he, he's based in the band. Does he yeah.
1: write everything? I don't know that much about it. Interesting. I'd, I'd have to listen to it more and to see if I like it. I can't really judge it right now. Yeah. But when it first came out, I didn't really like it. It had this like 80s thing. I, when I when it first came out, yeah. I was what I wanted was like really made me sound and stuff. And this is the opposite. So that's, I kind of wasn't in the right mindset to listen to it. And now that it's been a few years and I hear it, I think I could maybe like it for what it is instead of like,
0: you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. I
1: actually I could
0: get into that I mean I don't know like I mean it's just a couple of clips in the track you sent me before but it's nothing about that sound that, that I, I dislike and pretty good vocals I mean everything yeah. else was just pretty weak but um, you know you know, who knows who knows it's, I'll keep an open mind on this one yeah. it's Harris which makes it a completely different dynamic.
1: Yeah, that would be a good one to do soon because neither of us know the album. Yeah. Most of the time when we do an album, it's one that but, I know inside out. But like, you're kind of getting into it. This would be one where neither of us know it at all. Exactly. And, but by definition,
0: you could never argue any of it's Maiden like you could say like with, with Bruce's stuff because Steve decides what's Maiden and not. So he's going to put something that's patently not Maiden and he doesn't consider right. it made I'm it sure man. if he had a, anything
1: like, that was remotely Maiden-sounding, yeah. he would he not would have it there. It. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. And he, I guarantee you he's made it in his mind. Yeah. Enough, you know, it, it, it's funny because we go back and forth on Steve at times, and we're very lucky that, that we have someone who's so committed in the in the back of the band, yeah. And you know, he defines what it is and he sets the standard, uh, yeah. yeah. That's it's awesome, yeah. That's a good future episode, man. It's it, funny because we got feedback from someone who's like, Oh, you know, how many episodes you're gonna do? What do you? How are we ever going to wrap this up? I am going to do all the Maiden albums. We've got to do them all. I'm going to do like... All the lines. All, all the All the spin-off band and the, and albums. All the b yeah.
1: yeah. We'll
0: just basically keep going until they fold, and then we'll do like a 10 or 20 episode rundown of the best <laughs> of everything, and yeah. then we can shut our computer off.
1: Maybe. I don't know. We'll yeah. keep doing this forever. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure there's people doing Zeppelin podcasts right now, so... That's true. <laughs> Man, um... I'm liking this beer. Yeah, me too. When I first tasted it, I think it needed to warm up a bit. It was you too were, cold, and I couldn't taste it. You were
0: like, "This might be one we can rip."
1: Yeah, I was. I don't know. I read the description, and I didn't.
0: Uh... That's a little hashtag behind the scenes <laughs> pre-podcast. <laughs> type. We able to rip this, one. but I think, I don't it, think, think it was, it's was gonna too. Be very good. It was
1: too cold when we first started drinking it, and now that's getting up a bit warmer. It has. I can actually taste it. That's yeah. pretty good. I like it. Mm. Have taste. you seen this new Iron Maiden video game, the uh, Beat the Intro game? I have not it's pretty fun it's basically a game and it counts down three two one it starts playing maiden songs yeah and it shows you three buttons with maiden with the song titles on it yeah and you have to go as fast as you can hit the button let's go practice yeah it's uh it's pretty fun and it's funny because i was like oh i know Maiden i will i'm gonna like destroy yeah. this game because it has like rankings and stuff right so i started it up i'm like boom 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 10 out of 10 awesome score I was like, man, I just destroyed this. And then I look, and I looked at the high score. <laughs> I thought I was going to do really good. Yeah. I was like 400 and something. And I looked at the high scores, and they're like double. <laughs> oh my god.
0: No way. Yeah. So they just, but is there a fixed amount of songs? Is it like something you can play multiple times and just get? You can play out? it multiple
1: times. There's three levels, and every month they're releasing more songs, I think. Yeah. But it does. I have played it a few times, and I am starting to see like different. But it plays different parts of different songs. Okay. So different snippets different song orders and mixing and matching them up so it is it's kind of hard sometimes when you get like some of those uh no prayer songs and you get like a weird section of it and you're like what is this yeah yeah but it's pretty fun you try it i will yeah but uh yeah i thought i was i like i'll play it a hundred times and then send you my score (laughs) i finished it and i was like i thought i did really Mm. good i didn't realize those people that like know me 10 times more than me i was i don't know if that's true but man track naming
0: is is not a strength of mine anyway like i can i can hum every album from beginning to you know and i I just i feel music more so than than the the linking it's also like another thing like growing up i was really good at math right like math's my thing and like i always you know people think like math is like multiplying things like that but math you know i've done in grad school and that spatial and all that shit um If someone says to me uh what's you know 121 times 70 i'm like i had this moment where i like freeze i'm like wait i I just not a time pressure kind of guy like that i always wait anyway so i would never be good at like jeopardy like i can sit at home and i'll know if you gave me 30 seconds i'd know everything but like in five seconds like i'm not a speed thinker like that i just don't think like it and that's anyway so i don't know if i do that well others
1: yeah it's pretty fun it's fun anyway one way or the other
0: Ooh, just got a message from greg
1: so that's uh, Greg Harden who is yeah, are on the scene in Estonia for the first concert of the tour. So we're going to do a call with him now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put this on pause and we'll be right back with Greg.
0: Okay, we're here with Greg Harden, our correspondent from the Estonia concert. And uh, he's just back in New York. He's landed now after a long flight. He's over in Finland as well. Greg, how was the trip?
2: Oh, it was uh, quite a whirlwind trip. Uh, along with my um, my girlfriend Christine, we uh, hit uh, four countries in five days. Um, and uh, had an adventurous last night with our flight getting canceled and spending the night in a youth hostel. And uh, so it was a pretty uh, pretty adventurous uh, trip. Uh, planes, trains, automobiles, boats, and everything. So uh, little tired, but uh, it was a really great time.
0: Fantastic! And you got to see them in Estonia, and then you went on to. Was it Helsinki?
2: Yeah, to Helsinki. Yeah. So we saw them. uh, We flew in from Oslo to um, Tallinn and uh, saw them there and then uh, spent the next day in Tallinn, checking out the old town, and then took the ferry across to Finland and uh, caught them in Finland as well. So uh, that was a double shot, you know, just in case they may have changed the set list for the second show. I didn't want to miss that.
0: you You, you You were standing by. And that's a fantastic uh, trip for uh, a girlfriend. You were saying that it's our first uh, Maiden set list. But...
2: And we got to meet Nico, too. We got to, we got our picture taken with Nico, too, in Helsinki. That was fun. Oh, so yeah. Awesome. How did that happen? We uh, it was They were staying. Uh, they, I was told that the whole band was staying there. I was told that just Nico was staying there. But uh, they were staying in the same hotel as uh, we were. It was pretty cool. Like, uh, there's some the, hard, the Iron Maiden fans are so hardcore. I mean, there were people standing for hours outside the hotel with their their cd inserts with their vinyl cases uh it was really something they stayed they're out there for hours just kind of milling around the hotel and lined up outside and nico did come out he spent about a good 15-20 minutes signing everybody's autographs uh, taking pictures with everybody and uh and i actually saw him inside the hotel once as well just said hi i i checked out the hotel bar after the show as well but uh Uh, So I was told that uh, they had gone all upstairs, so didn't see them down there. Um, So, yeah, it was a great, uh, great time. I mean, especially in Thailand, which is a smaller city, the Maiden fans were all over the place. They pretty much took over the town, especially the old town. Um, I I thought I was a hardcore fan just in the uh, on the plane on the way from um, Oslo. I met a guy who had been to 125 Maiden shows. There were people with just their whole bodies tattooed with uh, Eddie tattoos. I mean, literally, I'd say, oh, my God, that's the somewhere in time Eddie on your forearm and he like lifts up his shirt and there's like a bunch more tattoos, you know? Um, yeah, there's a lot of energy outside the concert and, uh, and, uh, it ended up being a a great show. So I'd be happy to, you know, tell me your questions or however you want to lead this. So how many times have you seen Maiden? Um, I kind of lost count. Um, would that include, um, would you include any Bruce solo shows in that or, uh, damage or, uh, I'd say about 35 or so. Uh, The first time I I saw them was in, I think, January 21 or 22 of 1985 on the Power Slave tour. And uh, then I saw them on the Somewhere in Time tour at the infamous show at the Meadowlands where they were burning cars in the parking lot. Uh, Then I saw Bruce on the Tattooed Millionaire tour in 1990 or 91. And then after that, I saw uh, both Blaze tours. And then after the reunion, I kind of went bonkers <laughs> on seeing a bunch, more times. <laughs> a bunch more times since then. I've had some great shows. I, I went to the Live for Clive uh, benefit where they played Out of the Silent Planet and Fallen Angel as like extras. I, w- I saw them on the uh, Eddie Rips Up Europe. I saw them in Iceland uh, where they played. They opened up, I think, with Murders in the Room Morgue and Great Prowler and Remember Tomorrow and Where Eagles Dare. And uh, so that was a tremendous show. So uh consider myself uh, kind of fortunate to see a lot, of, a lot of great Maiden shows over the years.
1: Have you seen them on the first show of a tour before?
2: Yes, I did. On the Book of Souls tour, I said, I want to see them. On, I want to be surprised. And the only way I know I get a surprise, uh, as we all know, uh, Iron Maiden is not the Grateful Dead. They're not Dave Matthews. They're not Pearl Jam. Uh, you know, they have their production and they, they don't they don't really switch out songs. So uh, in order to be uh, surprised, I uh, I took a plane down, a $35 flight on Spirit Airlines at the last minute to catch them in uh, Fort Lauderdale on the first show of that tour. And then the other show I saw in the Book of Souls was last July, the last tour. So I went to, at one point, I'd seen the last three shows over uh, two tours. But uh, yeah, so, so I did see them on the first show of the Book of Souls.
1: So for this tour, the set list, as, it was, as the songs were coming out, were you surprised, did you have an idea they were going to play these songs, especially the two Blaze songs?
2: Um, I, my, as far as the Blaze songs were concerned, I had a feeling they were going to play one of the two, of the big two songs, Side of the Cross and uh, Klansman. My feeling is they were going to play the Klansman because I know Steve loves that song because he played it on like four four tours in a row before they dropped it from the set list. Um, I think it's a great live song. I kind of felt that Steve was really trying to like kind of, I don't know, shove that song on the Maiden fans. But I, I think it is a great live song. Uh, for me, Sign of the Cross is uh, totally epic. Um, I think it's one of the highlights of the Rock in Rio uh live album and uh so I was thrilled to uh to hear both, especially Sign of the Cross. I didn't think they'd do they didn't they, they wouldn't I didn't think they'd do both, but uh it was a nice surprise to get them both.
1: Yeah, we were getting your texts about the set list and when they played that second place song, me and Josh both like freaked out.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, I was pretty cool. I was pretty sure as soon as I started hearing the uh, kind of the chanting, the Gregorian chant there before, it's like, oh my God, they're gonna do Sign of the Cross, and I was thinking maybe they are not gonna do it because they're gonna be doing two Blaze songs. But uh, uh, for me, Sign of the Cross is a, a great epic song and a great uh, live song as well. It went over pretty well. I mean, he had the 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 stage show was uh, pretty elaborate, more elaborate almost than any main show I've been to. So he had the whole uh, shrouded in the the cloak and the cross and the lit cross and everything so um yeah i was definitely surprised about the uh, getting both of them
0: yeah and uh a credit to you as well i mean before the concert bruce said that it was going to be all about social media and you could see their twitter account was lined up with some great images for all the tracks but twitter went down and consistently through the concert you were beating them on the delivery on the song so we were we were loving that so, uh, you know, it was it was credit to yourself that you were getting it out so quick. And it, for a while, I was like, I hope we're not distracting them from the show. But then Twitter went down and, and you were supplying us with, we were flying dark if it wasn't for you.
2: No, it was an, it was an absolute pleasure. Uh, I know uh, you guys are are such uh, devoted fans, so I'd be very happy to keep you guys uh, informed as to what's going on. I'm also bad that I didn't send you some more pictures uh, just, I did a little moving around during the show. I actually missed the whole Eddie come out during the Trooper, uh, so sorry I didn't get that for you in real time. But uh, it was a, it was a pleasure, an honor, and a pleasure. Don't knock your pictures because your
0: before pictures and your merch pictures were better than the pictures that were online. And when we we were tweeting them out, we got great feedback on them. So look, we just hope we didn't distract from the show. But that's that fantastic work.
2: Oh, man. Thank you. No problem. man. Yeah. So far away. Got any questions or uh, just one more of my reflections? So
1: I was reading online. People were saying that for the greater good of God, didn't get that warm of a reception from the crowd. Did you find that?
2: Yeah, I kind of like uh, I would say that um, if when they play that, if and when they play that in America, because you know, the American fans, you know, the profile of the of the American fans that Bruce is kind of uh, pilloried over the years. Kind of the older guys who live in the 80s and all they want to hear are the 80s songs, the hits and and nothing but the hits. So uh, they play that in America. That's the one where people will go to the bathroom for. Uh, Bruce did try to get the audience to sing along and they did not respond uh, as well. And I thought maybe that's one song that they might drop if they were going to drop it. For me, I I come from the school that as long as they haven't played the song in a while or ever before, or if it's a rarity for me, I'd rather hear, you know, an acoustic version of Como Estas Amigos, you know, over the Trooper for the thousandth <laughs> time. So as long as I haven't heard it before in a long time, please bring it on. So I was happy to hear the greater good of God. Um, and uh, if they had switched that out for Wrathchild, I would have been very upset. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
2: So, but uh, yeah, no, definitely the the crowd. I don't think uh, was they didn't they didn't catch on to the sing along, and that's the, like the one song where things might have dragged because it takes a little bit of time for that song to get to the chorus, you know. Um, and uh, so that's like one song where uh, you know the crowd, uh, you know, maybe as the shows go on, um, the, there'll be more of a reaction to it. But that's that's one song I thought that if they're gonna drop a song, that might have. Yeah, well, been it done.
1: is a long song too, and if it's, it's from an album that. I guess people don't know that well if you're not a that big of a Maiden fan. And the the two Blaze songs were on Rock and Rio. So, yeah. But, I mean, to me and Josh, we love A Matter of Life and Death. I think that's going to, for the greater good of God, is going to be one of the highlights of the show for us.
2: Right, yeah. I was actually at the show where, if you see it on YouTube, where, uh, I mean, the fans were going crazy uh, on the Matter of Life and Death toward the Nassau Coliseum. I mean, they... They were like, all right, cool. You just played two songs. Now, 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 let's get into two minutes to midnight. And then they played three songs and then four songs. And after the fourth song, I kind of, I kind of knew what was uh, coming, uh, which was fine by me. Again, I'd rather hear the whole matter of life and death than, um, you know, Wrathchild and uh, The Trooper for the Millionth Time and, you uh, you know, So for me, it was a very refreshing, but uh, it was during that show where they handed the card oh. up to Bruce to say, play classics, and he took the card and ripped it up and threw it back into the audience.
1: I've seen that on YouTube, that clip.
2: Yeah. I was there, right? Where, I was right who, there. That was,
1: who does yeah. that? But anyway, did you, did you
0: have any great beer at the concert or, or in Estonia or in Finland in general or the other countries you travel to? Any exciting uh, beer stand out for you?
2: Uh, no, I did not uh, you know, drink too much. Uh, I had a couple of beers at uh, Old Murphy's Pub where I picked up my tickets. I, did, I went there without tickets. I found a couple of guys on Facebook that had a couple of extra tickets. So I met with them and uh, had a couple of beers there. I don't think uh, Estonia is particularly known for its beer. You know, um, I'm actually um, half Belgian and uh, we're really known for our beers there. Uh, I don't think Estonia so much. I, I did try one of the local ones, but it kind of tasted a little bit like, uh, like Budweiser. So, uh, and then Finland, uh, uh, I don't think, uh, we were just kind of in a rush. We got there, we got to Finland. We just settled in our hotel and kind of headed out to the concert. So we didn't have a chance to have too many beers. Before. Okay. Well, I
0: didn't know you were, you were uh, half Belgian. So I think we're going to have to have a Belgian beer soon in your honor. And, uh, we got a few we want to try. So
2: yeah, Duvel, triple trapeze, uh, they, they got a lot of them. So every little cool town in Belgium has a beer of its own. So uh, by all means, uh, enjoy. You can't, you can't go wrong. Fantastic. Well, Greg, I just want to
0: say thanks again. You really made the, the the podcast for us and it's been so popular and everything's been so well and the feedback was fantastic. We couldn't have done it without you. And thanks for, you just landed in New York. Thanks for taking the time to come on with us and give us that firsthand experience of the show. It really means a lot to us.
2: Oh, no problem. It was a pleasure. And just, uh, you know, my my reflections, uh, I really enjoyed it. And I said, Ace is high. You can never really go wrong with that as an opener. Uh, and then the, uh, I kind of was blown away by this massive Spitfire plane. I didn't know if that was an inflatable or an actual, like, replica of the Spitfire that they brought out of a hangar somewhere. So that was a really cool. Loved hearing where eagles dare. You know, again, I heard that. Um, I actually had heard that. Played twice before, once uh, in Iceland in 2005, and then also at a McBrain Damage show at BB Kings in New York. That was uh, Nico's band. That was just Nico and <laughs> the guys that a. Uh, yeah, the tour is called McBrain Damage. Uh, so, Revelations is all one of my top maiden songs of all time. So, I was so excited to hear that one. And uh, Flight of Icarus, uh, I hadn't played that since 1986. So, say I was at the show where they play that for the first time in 32 years it was pretty cool too. So uh, the elaborateness of this stage show, I don't know if you saw the part where during the flight of Icarus, I was actually worried that Bruce like had a flamethrower on his back, you know, <laughs> shooting out planes uh, during the flight of Icarus. I thought, Oh my God, something could really <laughs> go wrong here. So it really was, uh, you know, all the costume changes. I mean, you have Bruce that uh, drink fear of the dark is wearing like a tuxedo, a top hat and carrying like a lantern, like uh, the grim reed. I mean, uh, so that was pretty cool definitely they hit the themes of a war uh and religion it's like this is the church of maiden you know with all the the stage uh stained glass windows and, and everything so so yeah i think uh the fans i think uh the the hardcore fans will, will love these songs they haven't played in a while and the ones who just you know listen to power slave and uh, peace of mind over and over again uh will like it too um you know I mean, they played four off of peace of mind three off the of number of the beast two off of power slave so the old play the classics crowd should like it it's
0: to. got something for everybody fantastic
2: thank you guys for putting this podcast out because there had been a good maiden podcast um so thanks for putting that out and keeping the maiden alive i'm just very thankful that uh these guys are still after 40 years are still going strong and uh in shape and uh complaining as you want want about the set list it's just uh just be very thankful that they're still doing this and still a relevant band and putting out quality music
0: wow so uh that was an excellent interview with greg uh i gotta say he i didn't know he'd seen Maiden so many times yeah
1: he's pretty hardcore yeah, yeah. he uh right back yeah. to power slave Toy. yeah he's seen some really and some of those shows he was talking about yeah like uh i've read about those ones online like those are really like standout maiden shows where they played specific things like that show where they did fallen angel and out of the silent planet yeah i was talking about that a couple of podcasts ago and he was at one of those shows and that one with uh where they played the matter of life and death from beginning to end yeah and the person with the uh, the sign that said play classics yeah and what he nitties. ripped it up yeah it'd what have nitties.
0: to be easy to do that yeah i mean if you're if you go there with the play classic signs it means that you've done enough to look at the set list which means you should know the album yeah. and a matter of life that's perfect from beginning to end remind me again on that tour they did they did a, a the first run was the full album and then they switched it over but how, yeah, how did that that split? was
1: half that no, was like another leg of the tour. Yeah, another nice. leg, yeah. yeah.
0: Just like they did with the Book yeah, of They did
1: an encore of like classics.
0: Oh okay. Yeah.
1: After they did the full album. Yeah. But to me, I would prefer if they did every single album. Like I would love it now if they're like, We're gonna go back and do every album from from beginning to end. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Sixteen yeah. shows. Sixteen we'll do it. Oh yeah, sixteen years in a row. <laughs> wow. Then after that they can retire in their eighties we will be happy <laughs> yeah, we'll be happy yeah that's right yeah that was a, that was a good call man yeah. we have to someday do the uh, first day of a tour that's yeah. a surprise of not knowing what's, what they're going to play and not knowing what the stage setup's going to be
0: yeah and the problem is we won't get to do that until the next album yeah I know because you know even the North American leg of this tour 2020, which we'll,
1: 2020.
0: <laughs> well realistically it's, it's going to be 2020 isn't it oh yeah maybe 2021, 2021. yeah because next most likely next summer we'll be on the the North American leg or yep. the spring. Yeah. And uh, yeah, wow, man, what a great guy. And he yep. came back. He flew back. Four, yeah, he uh, four countries in five days. He
1: literally was like yeah. going through customs and text us and said, "I'll yeah. be home in half an hour." And he got yeah. home, and that's while we were uh, recording earlier. That's right. He got home, dropped his suitcases, and then yeah. like took our call, which is pretty cool.
0: That's deadly. Yep. That's cool. Great interview. Yep. Friend of the show.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, All we're getting right. a bunch of those now.
0: Fantastic. So pretty awesome. So looking forward to the next episode. Should I use my new sign-off?
1: Okay, well, go to talkingmaiden.com. Oh, yeah, talkingmaiden. Rate us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, leave a rating or uh, five. rate us five stars. We're still showing up below those other two Iron Maiden... Podcasts that haven't been updated in like five years, or still show up under there. But I think yeah. it's because they have the words Iron Maiden in the title. Yeah. So when you search for Iron Maiden podcast, they come up first. But I really want to beat them. We should have become Talking Iron Maiden. We should have been called Iron Maiden, Talking Iron Maiden, an Iron Maiden podcast for Iron Maiden fans. Oh, <laughs> so right. let's hear your big sign off. So uh, talkingmaiden.com.
0: off the irons, down the hops. <laughs>